Good day and welcome to BL Podcast. I'm your host Siddharth. The India-US free trade agreement has finally been approved by the Australian Parliament. This is one of India's first trade deals with any developed country. The talk about the India-Australia free trade agreement started about 10 years back. However, it got delayed due to various reasons. In April this year, both nations signed the Interim Trade Deal Economic Cooperation and Trade Agreement ECTA. However, the ratification process was pending in the parliament as a new government was in formation in Australia. The announcement was made on the sidelines of the recently concluded G20 summit. In this podcast, Amiti Sen helps decode the India-Australia free trade agreement, the sectors that will be prime beneficiaries and how will the agreement open more avenues for Indians in Australia. Welcome to BL podcast, Amiti. Just recently, the Australian Parliament has approved the FTA with India. So, how does this pact look to boost trade between the nations? Uh, yes, uh, you know, both the houses of the Australian Parliament uh, cleared the FTA with India earlier this week, and this paves the way for its implementation. So, uh, the India-Australia FTA, which is formally called uh, the Economic Cooperation and Trade Agreement, or the ECTA, well, it is actually quite an ambitious agreement. Now, Australia has agreed to provide zero-duty market access for 96.4% value of Indian exports on the first day of implementation of the agreement. So, it translates into over 6,000 items. And over the next five years, it will increase it to 100%. So this basically means that very soon, most of Indian exports to Australia will face zero tariffs and uh, gradually all items can be exported duty-free. So, you know, Indian exporters will not face any tariff barriers at all. And uh, obviously, that will make them more competitive in the Australian market. So exports will definitely get a big boost. Pact is beneficial for Australia as well, as India has agreed to provide zero-duty market access to 85% of Australian goods. So a large number of Australian items too will get zero-tariff benefit in India, making those items more competitive here. And India has agreed to basically increase uh, this to 91% in over 10 years. This will also help Indian industry get cheaper raw materials from Australia. So, you know, as per estimates done by both sides, the FTA is expected to increase bilateral trade to an estimated 45 to $50 billion in five years uh, from existing $31 billion. So, yes, trade is definitely expected to get a big boost from the bank. Can you give us a brief timeline of this FTA? Uh, Yes, you know, the timeline is quite interesting. The India-Australia FTA negotiations first began in 2011. So it was like more than a decade ago, but they were suspended in 2015 uh, as the talks got stuck over some issues related to market access, uh, especially for dairy products, which is a very sensitive area in India and uh, visa liberalization for Indian professionals, etc. And uh, for a long time, you know, not much happened as both sides also got into negotiations for RCEP, the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership. It is basically an FTA between the 10 member ASEAN countries and their six FTA partners. But then because of, you know, the China factor, India got out of the RCEP negotiations. Uh, So Australia and India resumed their FTA talks in September 2021. And this time around, uh, you know, things got done in a record time. And the pact was uh, signed in uh, just about uh, six months. So one of the reasons for the speed was that Australia was due for elections in May 2022. Uh, So with a little push and some adjustments, the FTA got approved by both sides in April 2022. Interesting thing here is that, you know, power changed hands in the elections in Australia. So the Conservative Party, it was voted out and the Labour Party came in. But, you know, the FTA with India, it had bipartisan support. So uh, uh, Anthony Albanese government, uh, when it came in, it made it clear that, you know, it would make the FTA with India happen. So, uh, so you know, all due processes were followed. 
And as we saw, you know, uh, earlier this week, finally, it the pact got approved in the Australian Parliament. And now the Australian Executive Council uh, and the President's Office in India, they need to give the clearance. So the ECTAP, so these are basically, you know, just uh, formalities because the main thing was the uh, Parliament not. So the ECTAP will enter into force 30 days after the respective parties uh, like India and Australia, they have they have exchanged notifications saying that, you know, they have completed the domestic requirements. So we are almost there as far as, you know, the implementation is concerned. What sectors will be the prime beneficiaries from this agreement? Well, you see, Australia's average tariff is very low. You know, this means that elimination of tariffs may not result in a big difference in market access for many products in Australia. But there are quite a number of labor-intensive items where a customs duty of 5% still exists, okay, in Australia. So when Indian exporters send these goods, they have to pay a custom duty of 5%. But once the FTA is implemented, this 5% duty will be eliminated. You know, it sounds like 5% may not sound too much, but it makes a big difference because, you know, items from competing countries like Vietnam, they pay zero duty. So they already have an edge in the Australian market. So once the uh, FTA gets implemented, there will be a level playing field for Indian exporters. So these items are textiles and apparel, agricultural and fish products leather and footwear, furniture, several engineering products, jewelry, medical devices, sports goods, etc. And also the pharmaceutical uh, sector is expected to gain quite a bit because Australia has agreed that, you know, drugs approved in other developed jurisdictions, you know, for instance, the USDA in US, they will get faster approval in Australia. So, so that is one area where India would gain. And, and because of India bringing down its import duties on Australian products, so many Indian industries will get cheaper raw materials, which will make them more competitive, you know, such as steel, aluminium, fabric and garments, etc. Will the FTA open doors for the Indian people in Australia? Well, yes, uh, Australia has agreed to uh, liberalize its uh, visa regime in a number of areas in the FTA. So uh, every year around 1800 visas will be given to annually to our yoga teachers and Indian chefs to uh, go and you know practice their skills in Australia. And then uh, Australia has, has also agreed to a liberal post-study uh, work visa regime. So uh, you know for 18 months uh, like, like uh, uh, students would get uh, work visas ranging between 18 months to four years. So depending on what you have studied whether you are a graduate or a postgraduate or a you know, PhD student. So up to four years, uh, you can work there. And it is expected to benefit uh, more than one lakh Indian students. That is something uh, that's a big achievement for India. And they have also introduced very interesting visa. It's called a work and holiday visa arrangement for young professionals. So young professionals can actually go there uh, for, I think, around a year. And part of it, they can spend uh, holidaying and part of it, they can work. So basically, they can work, earn money and then spend it in that country on a holiday. So that is also another interesting avenue for Indians that has been opened in Australia. Union Minister Piyush Goyal has said that the IT sector is the biggest gainer from the FTA with Australia. Can you explain this a bit? Yes. You know, um, when this uh, FTA was approved by the Australian Parliament, it also simultaneously approved an amendment to the Double Taxation Avoidance Agreement, DTAA. You know, and this is a move which is expected to help the Indian sector uh, operating in that market the most. So basically what will happen here that uh, the DTAA would stop the taxation on the offshore income of Indian firms that are providing technical support in Australia. Okay, so basically, uh, you know, they will not have to pay taxes there. 
and then that will uh, you know uh, will make them more competitive and it is expected that their businesses are expected to go up significantly in australia and nascom has made some estimates that this may actually lead to savings of uh, about 200 million dollars each year for over 100 indian it firms operating in australia lastly what are the major takeaways for india from this agreement india australia fta uh, is the first fta india has concluded with a developed nation in over a decade so the last one was with japan uh, so in the interim we did not get into any fta with a rich nation so it gives a clear message the successful conclusion of this fact that it is possible for india to strike free trade deals with rich countries so both india and its trading partners such as the eu the uk and canada uh, with which india is currently negotiating ftas they can draw you know encouragement from this and proceed positively with their own negotiations knowing that you know it is not impossible to conclude such deals and more importantly the australian deal proves that indian negotiators can strike a deal while protecting all the sensitive sectors you know so uh, this is a very good uh, india australia acta is a very good pact for india also because it has uh, the uh, india has managed to keep uh, sectors like dairy you know dairy is completely out of uh, out of any commitments so we are not india is not reducing any duties on dairy items and also agriculture to a large extent it is outside you know sectors like government procurement which we have been protecting that finds mention in the pact but it is only best endeavor so it there are no binding commitments in the area this can also uh, you know uh, act as a template for uh, the other ftas that we are uh, negotiating with developed countries so this can basically help india you know to tell other partners what its red lines are these are some of the major takeaways from this deal thank you amiti thank you for sharing your insights on the india australia fta and until the next episode of bl podcast this is sudat signing off